Welcome to This Week in Jacksonville Business Edition. This podcast, we focus on economic development of the River City and in our region. And so today's topic is pretty, pretty cool. Small business opportunities and the impact of small business in Northeast Florida. Dr. Carlton Robinson from the Jacksonville Chamber is with us. And then Gregory Grant from the City of Jacksonville and the Procurement Division. And Gregory, if you'd start with me, JSEB Administrator. So this yes. is the opportunity to explain JSEB, Jacksonville Small Emerging Business Program. And then you said there's a transformative focus here. Tell us about it. Absolutely, and, and, and thank you for that introduction. So the JSEB program is really designed to help our small businesses gain contract opportunities. Okay. And so the transformative focus is focused on four areas, education, community engagement, access to capital, which is a big one in the yeah. small business community, and also diversification and contract opportunities. So in those four different veins, we're working with wonderful agencies like Carlton Robinson's agency and other agencies around the, the city in the education component, um, also in the community engage, engagement component also to we want to make sure our small businesses are, are well involved uh, with the community as well and we, and we can hear their voices and, and make sure that we're providing the resources they need. So this is through City of Jacksonville and uh, Carlton Robinson, Jack's Chamber, not a city organization, but you've got all these business leaders that come together with with the mind of helping businesses succeed. Tell us about what you're doing. And, and I've known you over the years because of that focus on entrepreneurs and you said there's kind of a new focus for you, open innovation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the first thing that we have to do in terms of our community is realize that it's led by entrepreneurs and small business owners. Our agency, the city, uh, the university, higher learning, each of us, we're just catalysts, right? And we're helping to support those small businesses and innovators. So that's the first thing. Any type of progress is really going to be led by entrepreneurs. So we have to help give them the tools and opportunities to move forward. And our approach at the chamber has evolved over the last 10 years. Uh, in most areas, chamber and entrepreneurship are not ever used in the same sentence. Uh, we've been lucky here in Northeast Florida that entrepreneurs have given us a chance to work with them. And we've delivered value through programs like Jack's Bridges, which is entering its 10th year and then our Jacksonville Women's Business Center, which will be celebrating its 20th year. So we have, you know, good execution and programs uh, that we have to offer, and it's allowed us to work with some amazing agencies, some amazing corporations, and I can talk more about okay. that. So I'm, I'm curious, uh, this is the which comes first, chicken or the egg kind of thing. So do we need small business ideas, entrepreneurs to get training here before they can come where JSEB helps them connect with contracts? Or, or where does that start? And how do these efforts even mesh together? I can tell you for us on the education side, I, I found that there is a, a big need for our small businesses to understand the contracting space, yeah. um, to understand how yeah. procurement works, and, and to really just get engaged with the education side of it. Um, oftentimes as entrepreneurs, it's easy to execute before you educate and then you kind of get that on the job mm -hmm. experience. What I'm finding with working with agencies is that we're now able to educate first, which then makes them more sustainable on contracts and perform much better. Yeah, Carlton, what's your view on that? Uh, I, I think we have a couple different perspectives, and this is where we've adopted this open innovation approach. 
If we're taking a look at innovation and entrepreneurship as a whole, our large enterprises, they typically have problems in search of solutions. Our small business owners and entrepreneurs have these solutions and they're in search of problems. And so what we need in the middle is very reputable organizations like the city, the chamber, the university to help facilitate those connections. So at the chamber, we've become a trusted partner with a lot of our members. Uh, we work with them to identify use cases. So in short, sometimes it's the idea and other times it's the problem. And we just have to find a way to kind of marry the two, you know, throughout our community. How would, and I'd love to hear from both of you on this, but how would you explain to folks who maybe, they're not an entrepreneur, they, they might work in a small business, but they're not a small business person. What's the impact of local economy from what happens in small business? You want to start or you want to let me? You can, you can okay, start. Okay, I'll start. So, you know, first, throughout the Northeast Florida region, we have well over 100,000 small businesses, wow. if we look at the six or seven county region. So that's number one. Uh, we do have about 10 to 12% of those are what we call stage two businesses. That means that uh, they employ 10 to 99 employees, okay. and they uh, account for about 35% of all employment. So those businesses that are able to get to that 10 to 99 threshold account for more than a third of all employment in Northeast Florida. And we could talk about what size of business in terms of whether it be 500,000 in revenue up to mid-market around 50 million in revenue, but that's a very sweet spot for Northeast Florida. We've done extremely well in that area. And so I, I think in terms of impact, what we should take a look at is how many businesses can we get to that next threshold? Because that's when they become employers. Yeah, what's the impact yeah. to your view? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I have a little bit different view from the perspective of the necessity of small businesses. Um, and, and I'm gonna use a, a sandwich approach here, actually, like a, like a hamburger, right? So you have the, yeah, the, the hamburger approach. I love hamburgers. So, so here's the thing, um, if you look at you have your two bonds and you have the meat in the middle. So at the top, we have our, our large corporations. Um, as Dr. Carlton said, they, they really need uh, um, some assistance and work with small businesses. But then on the bottom, we also have our Jacksonville citizens. In the middle, we have our small businesses. So we have to support those small businesses because they are the meat <laughs> of what make, make our economy what it is. So uh, one of the things, Gregory, is we get to know each other. It's the first time we get to meet yep. guys today. But it, it, maybe explain for me the Equal Business Opportunity Office that's uh, supporting the mayor's vision here for small business in Jacksonville. Absolutely. Uh, recently, we just um, had our very first inaugural Equal Business Opportunity Forum, which was uh, well attended, uh, which tells me that the small business community... It was a desire uh, for it. It was, yeah. It, it was really, uh, really huge. And... What the Equal Business Opportunity um, is designed to do is, number one, support the mayor's vision of making Jacksonville the small business capital of the Southeast. But we want to also be able to hear from the small business community because, yes, we, you know, as leaders, we, we have our take on it and how we think things should be. But when we hear directly from the voices of the small business community, we're now creating that communication piece 
We're, we're listening to them. We're making sure that we're giving them the tools they need to be successful. And really, that's one of the biggest top priorities of the Equal Business Opportunity Office. Yeah. Does that line up with some of what you guys are doing too? Carlton, one of the things I know about you, you uh, are a tremendous listener because it usually starts with you asking a really important question. And uh, I think that can be... Uh, that can help move the needle, especially for entrepreneurs, because so many small businesses say, I've got this great idea, and like you were talking about, I'm going to deploy it this way, mm -hmm. and then you find out, oh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that go into being successful mm -hmm. that I didn't know about or didn't realize I wasn't very good at or, you know, those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. I, I would say, you know, number one, uh, we have to make sure that we keep entrepreneurship and being a small business owner uh, just exciting. Like there's a certain level of excitement that we should have when we're engaging with them because when someone has that idea, you know, we want to keep the idea going. And so typically, you know, what are some things we need to help people get traction? And one, I think for us throughout our programs is helping each and every entrepreneur become a better communicator. You know, what's their value proposition? What's the problem they're solving? Uh, who has that problem? And are those people available? Like those are things that uh, we can have some conversations and exercises about. We can really bring groups of entrepreneurs together where they can engage each other, ex exchange ideas, share ideas. I don't think we do enough of that. Um, if we had 100 sessions uh, a week, that still wouldn't be enough. I think the more we can get entrepreneurs together and they can see that you know, they're challenged with very similar problems, they just need that energy to keep going. Uh, that's something that we can do as a community just to keep people going to that next stage. And we've got great partners throughout the region. And I think each partner has a different role that we have to do a better job of communicating. So we have some partners that are great. You know, like us, we're primarily programming to help develop assets so they can then go to counselors that may be at the SBDC, at UNF, or with SCORE. And obviously explaining what those acronyms are are important, <laughs> but that's just one example of you know, how our ecosystem can work uh, in order to help small business overall. You know, and I'm thinking about this just a few weeks ago here. Uh, we know that there's a big project at the shipyards coming. It's kind of get, and, and I know the, the Jaguars, Iguana Investments, uh, Shad Khan's vision for Four Seasons and other things in that shipyards area. Uh, Gregory, I'm bringing it up because I know Jaseb kind of partnered there and said, hey, we want to help connect small businesses to opportunities. I didn't think there was any guarantee that you're going to get a job if you come to this event. But maybe explain that uh, because... Uh, there's even a certain threshold that I think would qualify a small business for what uh, they're trying to do there, right? Twelve million and below, or something like that. Yeah, there right? there is a qualifier of a, a rolling uh, twelve million dollars for gross receipts um, in a business to qualify. Uh, however, when it comes to the shipyard uh, project, uh, number one, kudos to PCL and and, and Jaguars for for working with the JSEP program. Uh, we we are in, in negotiations and and still speaking about how those uh, projects are going to work out and JSEP's participation in those projects. Um, and so it's a very exciting time for Jacksonville when it comes to that type of, those types of relationships. And one of the things that 
kind of Dr. Robinson stated was the preparation piece, you know, making sure they have all the, the assets needed to perform. And this is why this relationship is really important because as they have those assets to perform, when they come to the JCEP program, we can get them certified more swiftly and then expose them to opportunities like the shipyards. Yeah, and, and you touched on this briefly earlier in the conversation, but is there uh, a vehicle for connecting small businesses to the funding that they might need? I mean, it's one thing to have a great idea, hey, I want to deliver this product, but sometimes there's a, ah, I need somebody to back me financially to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the benefits of JSEB is we have a um, we have the access to capital program and, and the, the capital is collateralized with the contract. Um, so that's one of the programs that we have right now, benefit of being um, JSEB certified. Uh, we are working on some additional access to capital program uh, access to capital programs right now through the uh, mayor's task force as we speak. And so hopefully if those things are, are approved, then we'll be able to offer access to capital to the small businesses at, at large. Have you seen that? Is that a barrier sometimes for small businesses getting going? I, I think a bigger barrier um, has to do with preparing for access to capital, right? So there's access to capital, but preparing for it. Um, and, you know, uh, Greg and I are working on a, a couple things. We've run some pilots on really helping to identify ecosystems. So I, I think one of the things that we have to really communicate to aspiring entrepreneurs and existing is identifying ecosystems and the entry points to them. So like for us at the Chamber of Commerce, we have a very unique ecosystem that allows us to engage with hundreds of business owners every single month. So we have entry points and then we have relationships that lead to additional entry points. So one recommendation I would you know, have for any entrepreneur, aspiring or existing, is to identify the ecosystems that are associated with the access to capital. There are some programs and we have some relationships where we're able to get requirements, educate on those requirements, create a pool, and this is more like a, a vetting mechanism you know, within our programs. And then once the opportunities are available, we're able to turn over that entire group to whatever agency we have an established relationship with. And that's more of our open innovation model where we work with both sides, the larger enterprises and the small, but it's really about identifying the ecosystem, the entry points, educating on that, and then the trusted partner delivering hopefully a vetted pool of entrepreneurs. Maybe we'll wrap up here, but how do you feel about the future of small businesses in our region, this six county area or what have you? It seems like you're pretty positive on this. I'm very optimistic uh, about the growth. We have a lot of things happening uh, here in Jacksonville. We have the, the local business participation um, bill that, that, that is happening, which is um, increasing local business participation to 40% versus JSEP's 20%. So that's working. So I'm just very optimistic uh, about the opportunities that, that are being available for small businesses. Yeah, are you excited about what's uh, what's happening? In I'm the super excited. You know, with our Jacks USA partnership, our strategic plan. The title of it is "The Future Is Now." So we're excited about the opportunities that are here, and I think from the perspective of innovation, entrepreneurship, and small business, what we're seeing is we have a tremendous amount of talent here in Jacksonville. We just need to connect the talent to the opportunities. And the more agencies, whether it's the city, 
whether it's the Jaguars, whether it's the Chamber, whether it's a lot of different industries, um, the opportunity is there for us to be amazing and to help the mayor meet you know, her goal of Jacksonville being one of the small business capitals in the U.S. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I enjoy hearing you talk about and hearing that excitement. And yeah, it seems like it comes down to we got to communicate and connect. Yes. Uh, if you want to use that in your marketing, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> You're already doing it. Dr. Carlton Robinson from Jack's Chamber, Gregory Thank Grant you. from the city of Jacksonville. Thank I you. really appreciate getting to visit with you. And uh, for those of you listening or watching, we are constantly working to bring you more interviews like this focused on economic growth in our region. Thanks for joining us for this week in Jacksonville Business Edition.